0: Picture this, a nourishing breakfast spread, music welcoming you to a breathtaking space, a seat with a curated gift just for you, a full day of immersive, interactive, and truly transformational sessions, a room filled with women ready to step into their fullest potential, women ready for unmatched personal growth. Soul-giving conversations, vulnerable and heartfelt moments experienced together, moments of tears, of breakthroughs, of wonder and of release, laughter, hugs, and permission to step fully into your most authentic, honest, and powerful version of you. The one that's already in there that's just yearning to come out. Join us and buy your ticket for March 23rd, 2024 for Bloom, a life-changing event happening in Kitchener, Waterloo. Visit com to learn more about this day or to say yes to yourself and purchase a ticket to join us. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Balance and Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Mandu a three-time published author, speaker, and a lifestyle transformation coach who believes everyone should be given the gift of knowing how to live their lives feeling healthy and empowered. Things like moving your body regularly and fueling it well, taking care of your mind, setting boundaries, practicing self and body acceptance, personal growth, manifestation, and everything in between. Wellness is not linear and it's not just one thing. It expands into so many areas, and on this show, we're going to talk about just that. We're all striving to live a little more healthy and a little more well, but what does that even mean? My goal is to help you see that you can move from the mundane to the magic when it comes to living aligned and fulfilled, and by tuning in each week, you can be assured you'll leave with nuggets of wisdom that you can implement into your day-to-day like right now, to help you maximize your health, wellness, and your life. Now let's dive in. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. I can't even believe that I'm saying that, but I'm so grateful that you are here joining me on January the 2nd to help support ringing in your new year and creating a more exciting existence for 2023. Before I jump into today's episode, I want to have a little bit of a conversation with you and see like... Where you're at about Christmas decorations and taking things down. So it seems like in in the people that I've been talking to, I feel like this is very divided. It's either you believe one way or you believe in another way. A lot of the people that I've been talking to have been saying, you know, I'm really excited for Christmas. I've had my decorations up for a while. I'm feeling like my house is getting really cluttered, and I'm ready to take things down. And then they do that, you know, Boxing Day the 27th they're taking Christmas decorations down and then i know that there are other people who are enjoying, you know, having them up a little bit more, holding on to Christmas for a little bit longer and waiting until, you know, January 1st to kind of take Christmas down and get the house ready for the rest of the month. Here's the thing. I heard a long time ago that if you take your Christmas down before you ring in the new year, that it can somehow bring you bad juju. And I, you know what? It's fine. Maybe this is just like a superstition, whatever it is, but I have always left my stuff up until this time, until January. And the one year that I decided to take it down early was the year that my grandfather passed away on December 31st. And so now I'm incredibly superstitious because of that. And so my Christmas decorations are still up, but this week is going to be the week that I am working on taking them down. And I'm curious do you believe in this superstition? Have you even ever heard of this superstition before? I'll be honest, I love the idea of waking up in the morning on January 1st, which feels like the first page of the new book and having a completely clean house. I love that idea. I love organization. I love clean. But for some reason, I just can't bring myself to do it. So the first or the first, the second, the third, that is when I look at taking my Christmas stuff down and wiping the slate clean, because that's what January feels like, right? That's what the turn of the new year is for a lot of us is the opportunity to wipe the slate clean and to start anew. And it's also that time where the world around us is also encouraging us to do the same. This is where you are inundated with the new you, new year, you know, start the year off right, get on this diet plan and lose the weight and get the gym membership and sign up for the shakes and insert whatever it is here. But there can feel like there is a lot of pressure around January to make your life better right? To sit down and think about where do things suck and how can you make them better? And that is really going to be what I want to talk to you about today. Not where do things suck and how can you make them better, but actually instead I want to explore this whole idea of New Year's resolutions. Because let's be honest, every single year, a lot of us, myself included, will sit down and say, This is the year that I'm going to lose the weight. This is the year that I'm going to get healthier, which is a very big, broad goal. This is the year that I'm going to do better. This is the year that I'm going to be happier. And I have spent so many years setting resolutions, and shit you not, by the time March comes around, I don't remember them, or I have fallen completely away from the direction of where I wanted to go with that resolution. In previous years, around this time, I have put out different episodes around goal setting, which I will I will link my previous uh, New Year's episodes with you in the show notes, just so that you can go through. I mean, some of the goals that I shared with you, like. <laughs> I want to do better or I want to be happier. Like those ones are really broad goals, which can be very challenging to actually accomplish because they're very vague and they're very broad and it's hard to measure them. Like how am I being successful at doing better? So if you are somebody who likes two sets goals. Make sure that they're specific. Make sure that they are something that you are going to be able to achieve, right? You want something that's going to be attainable. You want something that you can measure so that you can know that you're successful. So if you're setting goals or if you're setting resolutions or things that you want to change for 2023, then take a few minutes to make sure that that they're actually ones that you can be successful in. The worst thing that you can do is take on too many Things and set yourself up for failure, right? We really want to look at creating small shifts which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. So resolutions are where people always kind of gravitate to. And again, myself included, I have always gravitated to resolutions. It's only been in the last couple of years that I have shifted things to be a little bit more um, thought out. I have shifted things to be a little bit more creative and not just about, say, the physical body Or, you know, a health and wellness type of goal. What other places in my life do I want to improve, um, excel, or grow upon? Do I want to improve? Do I want to grow, excel in, or evolve? And so, what I wanted to explore is this whole idea of resolution versus intention. So if I think about resolutions, I mean, the purpose or the reason that we make resolutions is because we want our current reality to change, right? What we have been living through. So maybe what 2022 looked like for you or what you discovered upon your Christmas reflection, which we did a couple weeks ago, you know, maybe there were some things that you determined that you wanted to shift, that you wanted to change, When I think about resolution, I think about resolving something. And typically when you're resolving and solving something, I look at that as a negative. It's like there was something wrong that I needed to fix. And I think that instead of, you know, going into it with that negative type of lens of like, this is what's wrong with my life. Here's what I want to fix. You know, maybe you're not having the existence that you'd like to have. But if we're thinking about resolution versus intention, then maybe instead of trying to resolve something, perhaps what you're really wanting to do is live more intentionally right? Resolutions really are rooted in wanting to create a better existence, wanting to create a happier life, wanting to uh, live more well, which again is a really broad goal. You would definitely want to break that down. I want to live more well. What does that look like? But what if instead you just looked at how can I be more intentional with the choices that I'm making, you know, how I choose to spend my days. What if I just decided that from this day forward, I was going to, you know, create a list of my non-negotiables. I'm going to figure out what a more well existence looks like for me, how I want my reality to look, and then you can live more intentionally. So you can essentially figure out what is valuable to you, like I was saying, and then how can you implement that in your day to day? How can you wake up each morning and say, okay, here's what I want today to look like. Here's what I want my week to look like. And then unfold your day as that. Again, you know, when I said earlier on, it gets to March and you haven't even looked at your resolutions, just because you set these intentions at the beginning of the year, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean that it's going to be smooth sailing, but it gives you kind of a format or a formula to base everything against and like a foundation that you can, that you can return home to. So, thinking about living intentionally, I think that it might be really helpful to provide you with things that I think are ways that you can live more intentionally. The first one I say, tuning out the noise, right? There are a lot of things around us that end up being distractions preventing us to getting to where we want to be. So, you know, people who are telling us who we should be, who are influencing the decisions that we make. Uh, You know, if you're trying to create this life, then you really have to just kind of put those blinders on Tune out the distractions and the influence of other people and really go inward and think about what that reality would look like. You know, and in the work that I do, I often will say, what does the future you look like, right? When we're doing visualizations, it's like, what do you see yourself being or doing or acting like or doing during their daytime? And then you can reverse engineer that to, okay, if I go inward and this is how how I want to be, then what can I do now to start to become that person, right? If you continue to do the same things that you've done. I say this all the time, but if you continue to do the same things that you've always done, then of course, you're always going to get the same result. And so when you think about living intentionally, think about creating the life that you want. And how can you show up differently every day in order to do that? The second thing that I find to be really helpful is really living in the moment. Uh, A good friend of mine shared this saying with me a few weeks ago, and she uses it often in her day to day, but it's like, be where your feet are. And to me, that really says, you know, it's so easy to look at what other people are doing and to wish that you had this or wish that things were going this way or be thinking about tomorrow or the next day or next week and fretting and worrying and stressing and spiraling and spinning. But if you just lived in the moment, right, if you just were where your feet were, then you would have the ability to appreciate what's going on around you Every time I talk about this, I always think about this moment that uh, Glennon Doyle mentions in her one book. I want to say I think it's called We Can Do Hard Things, but I think that is the name of her podcast. I just did a quick Google search here and actually the book that I'm thinking about is Untamed. And in the book, she talks about how she started this practice of, you know, there will be a certain moment that's happening and she kind of pauses and almost has this little mini like out of body. I'm going to try and capture and picture this moment and hold on to it in my mind forever And I can't really think of the name of what that moment is called, but to me, that really speaks to her ability to be living in the moment and to be creating a more intentional existence. Again, if we're thinking about what's valuable to me, what do I want my life to look like? If you want to create more joy, And the simple things, if you want to find more ease and more peace, then living in the moment can really help with that. It can be very grounding and it can really help to just slow things down and remind you to be present with the people that are around you and also to be really present with yourself. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, so before we continue with the episode today, I want to ask you if you're feeling really connected with the habits that you know make you feel better and healthier. Are you spending more time than you'd like to throughout the day with thoughts popping into your head about what you wish you could be doing or what you wish you were doing? Are you wishing you had more motivation? Are you feeling out of balance or out of routine? Do you often think about the cycle of dieting that you find yourself on? If you're finding yourself nodding along, it's frustrating and it's annoying because you just can't seem to do the things that you know help you, or you're spiraling because you don't know what works for you anymore and you've tried everything, or you just aren't taking any action. And when you aren't taking any action, nothing changes. So what needs to happen for you to finally decide that now is the time to make a change? I'll tell you right now, you don't need to join another gym and you don't need to start another diet. You need to explore the deeper habits and the mindsets that are going to keep you consistent long-term period. That's why I created the Holistic Body Connection to give you a roadmap and together we break down your old foundations and thoughts and patterns and build new ones, ones that actually work and more importantly are sustainable. It's time to stop sitting on the sidelines of your life, wishing that things were different and looking for it in all the wrong places. So click the link in the show notes to see why it's the next right thing for you to create this connected routine that you crave and complete the form to directly connect with me about it. I'll see you there. When I think about living more intentionally, I also do think about taking care of your body. And yes, this is absolutely something that often aligns with New Year's resolutions, but And I'm going to use myself as an example, because since the beginning of December, I had made a conscious effort to get support from somebody else to take better care of my body. I had spent over a year, a lot of that being my pregnancy and a little bit before that as well, just getting farther and farther away from the regular uh, practices in terms of nutrition and movement. Farther and farther away from the ones that I had previously had. And I was really noticing that that was having an impact on my body. And so, actually, even before, you know, I didn't wait until January. For the record, you never have to wait until the new year if you want to create some sort of change in your reality. But All things considered, right? This is a great time of year to do that. But I really decided that, okay, I need to, in order to live more intentionally, in order to optimize the way that I'm showing up in my everyday, I need to start to take better care of my body. And one of the ways that you can take care of your body 100% is feeding it more nourishing foods. Am I interested in any sort of restriction? Absolutely not. Am I interested in depriving myself in any way of any sort of food that I feel like I want to eat? Absolutely not. Am I interested in feeling less bloated, feeling less sluggish? Yes, those are the things for me that were goals that I wanted to do so that I could take better care of my body. And in ensuring that I was eating Three full meals, right, that I was not grazing over lunch and forgetting to eat and quickly eating something when I'm going out the door to back to school or to pick Claire up from school, you know, eating three really full meals entirely shifted the way that my body was feeling. And I knew that I needed that, but I was just really struggling to come back to that. So when I say taking care of your body, I don't mean diets, I don't mean restriction or deprivation. But our bodies perform the best when they have wholesome, nourishing foods. And the same goes for moving your body, right? Our bodies were designed to move. And when we are moving our body regularly, that allows for our brain to be more clear. It allows for our stress to be reduced. It allows for us to be creative. I can't tell you how many chapters of my first book that I wrote, while I was working out. I would be working out and I would have like this brain dump and I would stop and voice talk to my phone and then I would continue with my workout. A lot of creativity can flow when you are moving things through your body and when you're moving things through your mind and like that blood is pumping, right? Your heart is is beating faster, like you feel alive and all of those things are a part of taking care of your body. Stress management, is another way that you can take care of your body. Sleeping well, right? prioritizing sleep allows for you to live more intentionally. If you're scrolling through your phone at night, which I'm raising my hands in the air, I often do this. Make an intention to turn that phone off 30 minutes before you go to sleep or an hour before you go to sleep and Do something else that might create more joy and more peace, right? What else could you do that's going to take care of your body, that's going to allow for you to live more intentionally so that you can create the life and existence that you want? Again, resolutions are rooted in wanting to create a better existence and a happier life. And so, if you focus on living with intention, it allows for you to approach your everyday with a different lens, a more positive lens. And just, you know, just thinking about intention, it just feels. Ease. To me, the word intention feels ease. And like I said, you know, when you when you make a decision to live more intentionally versus uh, focusing on a resolution, how can I solve this problem that is my life, then it sometimes can also make it easier for you to say no, right? When you've decided what you do value and what you do want your life to look like, part of creating intention is knowing when to say no to things that are not serving you. If I want to take better care of my body, then likely sitting and snacking every night is not really going to provide you the space to do that. If I want to create more joy then it's really important for me to limit the amount of time that you're that I'm spending with people who bring me negative energy. If I want to be happier, then I need to stop listening to the other people that are around me who are telling me what I should be doing. The other thing I want to remind you, as I always say, right? These things maybe sound simple, but they're not going to be easy. It's never smooth sailing when we're creating any sort of change. You know, we often and I'm sure you have done this before, where you've been really excited about starting a program or you've been really excited in January, and then February and March and April come along and and you feel like you've really gotten off track with creating that intention with those resolutions that you have. It happens to every single one of us. And whether you're creating an intention, you, you like this idea, you're going to move forward with it. Maybe you're sticking with resolutions. Maybe you're setting goals. It's also really important for you right now in this moment to remind yourself that there are ebbs and flows, that sometimes it's easy, Sometimes it's hard, and sometimes we're derailed, and sometimes we feel uninspired and unmotivated. It depends on the flow, it can depend on our cycles. Again, I always this always comes up in episodes, and I feel like I need to dive into this a little bit more. But how our cycles as women also Im- are impacted by the moon, and there's a really, really great book, I think it's called Flow. I don't know. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. But this idea that we are on all of the time is a really unrealistic expectation of ourselves. And so, understanding that some weeks, some months are going to be easier than others, it's going to be harder to find the opportunity to live with intention in other months. But always coming back to what you set out for yourself today, this week this month, you know, whether you do monthly check-ins or quarterly check-ins, that's something that we're actually going to start doing as a couple. As I said, you know, we should start doing quarterly check-ins. How are things going? How's the relationship? How are our finances? But it's really important to set some dedicated time to go back and revisit these things so that they don't fall too much off your radar and that life doesn't get too much in the way. Lastly, I don't want you to leave this episode feeling any sort of pressure to have to create any sort of change, and nor do I want you to feel pressure from other people on social media, from mainstream media, from people in your life. If those around you are creating change and you don't feel ready to, I want you to just sit with wherever you are at, ask yourself, what do I want? What do I feel like I need? What am I able to do? What am I able to take on? What can't I do right now? And start to create small shifts whenever it feels right for you without feeling the pressure of anybody else. I, for one, am so excited for 2023. It's going to be a year. I'm not entirely sure for me what that's going to look like. I've got some things that I for sure want to create some intention around. And I, I do want to sit down and and make those a little bit more specific and create like a plan because that's what I do. Um, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm inspired. And I know one thing for sure that I want to create more and more joy. And I hope that I create some joy for you too, and that you're leaving this feeling a little bit inspired. If you want to reach out to me and let me know what your intentions are, I would love to hear those. So please reach out to me, send me a DM, let me know what you think about this idea of intention versus resolution. And I will catch you next week on another episode. Happy New Year, everyone. Stay well. thanks so much for being here. I hope you're leaving with a full heart, some inspiration, or you're feeling the kick in the butt you felt like you needed. If you really enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend or let me know. Rates, reviews, subscribing and sharing are all great ways to support the show. And if you want to stay in touch, follow me over on Instagram at the.balance.bliss. Thanks for listening today and stay well.